All right. Hello. Welcome, right. everybody. Welcome to the Fickin' Movie Club. What? Why are you, you going like that? You having a row? Not supposed to curse in the first. Oh, are you rowing? I, five, well, I, said, I said fecking, so that's allowed. No, this is totally just, demonetized just, now. Yeah, I said it twice. It's a fecking movie club. See, what, what, three, three F words in the first 30. This is, uh, it, yeah, let me just start Beginning to shite. On our on our Patreon, we see we double dip and we try to we people pay for the Patreon and then we run ads too. So you just cut our ads in half by doing that basically. Thick. So we're gonna be rowing. We might be rowing later. <laughs> we're gonna be rowing. Rowing. We're having a row. Let me know. This is a fun episode. Yeah, we're just gonna keep seeing. I think I'm gonna add fecking into my daily vocabulary though. I really enjoyed the them just saying fecking every time. Yeah, and you don't want your kids to hear fuck. No, but feck is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Because that's like freaking. This is freaking impossible. You know, that's like same energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just. All right. Listen, by the way, we're doing Banshees of Inishirin. Thank you for joining us. Hope yes. you've seen the movie. What is it with a society is afraid to say fuck? Say fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's just the world. It, you know, fuck's thank just you, the Brandon. Word and it's all fucked up. Just say fuck you, Brandon. Yeah. Just say what you want to say. Yeah. You know, Seth freaking Rollins. Just say fuck. I think it's because fuck can be used in a sexual way. I don't that's care. What that's, oh, I don't, I don't care, care either. But that's why people are scared of that word. Anything can be used in a sexual way. I'm going to yeah. phone you later. You know what I mean? Well, that yeah. if you said that to me, I wouldn't take I'm gonna, it. As, I'm going to crack your can open later and take a sip. You yeah. know what I mean? This all so far doesn't sound I'm like gonna I'm open. Gonna, I'm going to open up the pickle jar and, and uh, nibble on something later. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm going to I'm okay. going to sandwich that ass. Yeah. Any any word, uh, let me see, yeah. I'm looking around. But I'm just saying that's probably why people are scared of the word fuck. I'm not scared of the word fuck. Me neither. Fuck. Nope. Say the word fuck. I feel like in every other country in the world, that's just a that's just a casual word. Yeah. Dude, we went to New Zealand and they kept calling me a fucking cunt. Every that's... every room I walked into, they're like, look at this fucking cunt. And I'm like, me? But I found that so charming yeah me it's, it's, too. it's great it was that's great. why we got these hang-ups here in america and that's the problem that's why we're so dang crazy because mm-hmm. we got all this all these fuck words pent up in our brain and it's mm-hmm. just driving us nuts right uh, right yes yes yeah, uh, see? i remember <laughs> my my parents said every said shit you know every other word yeah. all these other words never said the f word the entire wow. my entire childhood you know, I didn't hear that until I went to school. And then I was Whoa. like, damn, everyone says that. What the hell? And then I was probably like in high. No, I was probably like 15 or so. And my dad was fixing the sink and like something broke, like a pipe broke. And he was like, and I can't fix this fucking thing. And then saw me and was like, Rocco, I'm so sorry what you just heard. And I, I don't even know what to say. It's like, dad, I'm like in 10th grade and wow. i just want to let you know i've heard that every 30 seconds for like yeah a decade now probably and it was dude you <laughs> he, should, he was like you have really i was like yeah <laughs> your dad should come to my house and i should play fall guys with the kids because ah oh, fuck I, I can't <laughs> i can't do but, this fucking part but i gave them a lot of credit for like wow you you stuck to that bit for a really long 15 time years is a long time it never even and it didn't even occur to me when he said it that i i'd never heard it it was so like yeah, who cares? I know. <laughs> um, so we're anyway. not that far into this podcast. I just noticed we're peeking a lot on the mic, and I just want to make sure that is it. Can we lower it here, or are we fine? Do you I think? think it always looks like that. I, I see a lot of red action, and I'm just making sure. I just don't, you know, don't people those ears be blown out later mm-hmm. on. So as long as they're happy, I'm, you know, just taking note. 
we filmed a lot of these episodes in the past where we get like 45 minutes in and realize that it froze or something happens. Yeah. So, you know, nip it in the bud mm-hmm. when we're early. All yeah. right. If we're good, we're good. Yeah. Am I peeking? Am I peeking? Hello? Yeah, a little bit. I think it's just you. Maybe okay. Maybe your mic's just a little hot. Just uh, you back I'll, 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 I'll chill out a little bit. Fair enough. Just come off the mic a little bit. Okay. It's I'll, not a burrito. It's a microphone. I'm going to talk like uh, Colin Farrell in this movie. And it's a little quieter. A little, a little bit. Are, are we rolling? Like that. So I'm good. By the uh, way, it's clearly Colin Farrell in this movie, but I cannot. There is something about him in this movie that I was I questioned it for a second. Like he looks different, and I cannot. Maybe because his eye, I, it's just something about him that was like it's him, but like he doesn't look like Colin Farrell to me. He became this character, even though they didn't know prosthetics or anything to his face. It was weird. I never had that thought in this no? movie. I, I just him. thought it looked like yeah. Maybe you, always you brought it up scowling. to me earlier. I was like, I th- yeah, he's always he is always kind of making a face in this. But I, I was but. like, did they add something to his forehead, or why does it look different to me? And I couldn't figure it out. I still don't know. He's older. Maybe I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It has been. They did add something to his forehead: wrinkles and less hair. I can't <laughs> tell you when the last the last movie of his I saw. Honestly, um, Batman. He played. Was he uh, in the Batman? He played. Oh, oh yeah, he played uh, Penguin in the Batman. Oh, he did? Robert yeah, Pattinson that was Batman. him in about 80,000 pounds of makeup. Oh, I didn't even know that was him. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Hey, you guys speak Spanish? That's that's <laughs> that's the? Colin Farrell. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a surprise. Okay. He's killing it, man. He's, Damn, he's, dude. He's, all right. uh, he's at the top of his game. So, by the way, uh, you know, we're putting the cart before the horse here because we didn't really introduce today's movie, which is The Banshees of Inishirin. It was chosen by Rocco. Last week, do you want to yeah. give us some insight on why you chose this movie? Uh, well, uh, you know, as I said, it, it's still we're still on, in Oscar season. This is nominated for a bunch of stuff. I never intended to. I never had like a plan to see this or anything. Uh, you know, I didn't really know anything about it going in. Uh, but they did Beyond Fest in L.A. last you know, last fall or so. They do a festival. They play a bunch of movies and you know, new and old, and sometimes stuff that hasn't even come out. And I saw, I went to see Shin Ultraman, uh, the first time that had been played in the United States. What is that? Um, is that an anime? No, it, it is an anime, please. It it's, sounds um, like an anime. What is Shin? Sean, it's Tokusatsu. What's, what's Shin? You know that. I don't know what that what's means. Shin? Is it Shin like his is, leg? It's almost like final Ultraman. Like it's it's a, a term that's almost almost like maximum or like Shin. final or. Because it's like a part of a foot in English. So. Yeah. Uh, no, Ultraman was like a live action, like silver guy that would fight big monsters. I mean, that was one of the one of the early shows like that, you oh. know, even before like Super Sentai and other things that led to like Power Rangers, whatever. It was like one live action dude. And it was a huge. Uh, well, now. We're <laughs> so this ripped off Power Rangers? Or? Yeah, yeah, well, no, it was before. Are there Zords in Ultraman? No, he is the Zord. He grows he is, big. Oh, he and gr- this it's one dude that grows big. Oh. This was an old thing they were playing. Uh, no, they made, so it was a huge, this movie, or that series, Ultraman, was a huge inspiration to the guy who made Evangelion, mm-hmm. and because mm. uh, he used to film his own sweeted videos of it at home. Anyway, uh, he wrote and produced a new live action movie based on that character. Oh. Um, someone else directed it because uh, Ono is is actually directing a Shin Kamen Rider right now. Sh- like, Shin boom. this, it's Shin that. Yes. It's, move, a, move a different body part. It's on part. That's what his studio is doing. They're doing these like live action versions Shit. of stuff. Shit. So anyway, oh, oh. thanks for watching today. Oh, uh, oh. So I went to see Shin Ultraman. Nice. And we then know. it was like, oh, you're gonna see, <laughs> uh, 
Banshee. We're also going to do Banshees of Inishira. And I'm like, okay, what is that? Went to see that and was like thoroughly surprised. I was like, that was not what I expected. Was it I didn't better know. than Shin Ultraman? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. I love Shin Ultraman. I mean, you know, they oh. fought. There were more. There were more cooler monsters and fights in Shin Ultraman. But I don't. Banshees of Inishira was. I didn't expect to be gorier. It yeah, was. Um, but anyway, I, I saw this with a packed house. It was the first time that I think they'd ever played it in the theater here. And uh, saw it with a packed house and really enjoyed it. And uh, w- wanted to, uh, yeah, because it was Oscar season, wanted to bring it up here again and and kind of yeah, watch it one more time. Yeah, I'm kind of glad you picked some of these Oscar movies just because yeah. I w- would never watch these. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have a little more interest in the Oscars now. I mean, not really, but more yeah. so than I would before. Yeah, the the Oscars like show the past few years has been uh, almost unbearable. But um, I do, like I said, I do like watching the nominees just to see like, okay, what's going on? What's everyone talking what about? What is? You know? I don't have the list here, but what is nominated this, for this movie? Avatar: Two Way of Water. No, oh, no, no, I no, thought no, no. you were saying what's gonna what's <laughs> what gonna take home best picture? For? Yeah, he's correct. Sorry, uh, best picture and the two actors are both. Uh, they're both nominated. Yeah, they're one both. supporting one. Yeah. Okay. The oh, old. Uh, Colin Farrell is supporting actor, which that's surprising. That he's the main it, character. Who's the who's? Wait, not really. Are you, are you serious? No, I think it is. I think it's he's Colin supporting actor. Just, and, what? And uh, who's the main character in this movie? Uh, the old dude. No, he's not. Well, tell, t- take it up with the Academy. I yeah. will. I okay. So in my opinion, the main character is the one who you follow most in the story. Correct, and that is, and it's also a good indicator when they're like the first person you are introduced to in the story, and the last person you see at the end of the story. Correct. Also, the main character, in my opinion, is the person who has the most like relationships throughout the film. That's right. Which would also be Colin Farrell. Yes. Is there- that's weird. Not even close amount of screen time. That's really weird. Uh, well, well, I made it. I, I made a mistake. It was, it was, the, it was the reverse. Oh, oh okay. All right. All right. Well, oh. that, that reads. Because I was pissed for a second. Okay. All right. Who's the other guy? What's the other actor's name? Um. Uh, is it Brendan Gleeson? No, no. That's somebody else. It is. No. I think so. I think it is Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson. I thought I was getting. I think his son. Maybe I'm crazy. Uh, I think his son is uh in Star Wars. Is the um you rebel scum that the guy who was with uh Kylo Ren all the time. Oh, General, Hux. I can see that. Really, I can see. I think that's his son, but I might be making that up. That's interesting. Anyway, okay, because I think that's another Gleeson. Um, this movie is kind of like. Uh, well, these guys have worked together in a previous movie called In Bruges. Did anybody yeah. ever see that? No, no but same director, did. right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. It I, is, I yeah. always heard that movie was really good. Yeah, uh, hmm. I heard that too, but I never Maybe saw we'll it. Maybe we'll have to check that out sometime. Yeah. Well, so Banshees of Inisherin, starring Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleason. Brendan. Brendan Gleason. I hope you watched it. We watched it. We're going to review it now. We're going to uh, spoil the movie, and uh, we're going to get into it. Um... Yeah, I went into this movie cold as well. It was just really being talked about a lot during Oscar season, so I, I checked it out on my own a few weeks ago. Um, I like movies like this that are kind of quaint and small and make a big deal out of a little deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like movies that take a very relatable, simple premise and explore it to like the exponential maximum degree that it could go. 
Yeah. And the simple premise of this movie is Colin Farrell goes to Brendan Gleeson's house one day. They're best friends. They live on an island in, I think it's Ireland, Scotland, Ireland, Ireland, yeah, Ireland. Okay. In the 1920s, um, he goes to his house. I mean, every day they basically hang out, go to the pub, throw back a couple beers. That's their life. And one day he goes and his friend just doesn't want to do it anymore. And he's like, what do you mean you don't want to do it anymore? And he basically tells him like, I just don't want to do it anymore. You know? <laughs> and Colin Farrell's character. Do you remember his character's name? I do. It's uh, Padrick. Padrick. Yeah, that's right. Padrick doesn't know what this means. Did I do something wrong? Does uh, my friend not like me anymore? That's where he keeps asking, are we rowing? Which means, yeah. which means fighting. I'm gathering. Yeah, having a row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, very British slang. You know, he has a, a, a sister that he lives with, and you kind of get the impression that Patrick is a bit of a loser. You know, doesn't have a lot of friends, doesn't have a lady in his life. He's not really well respected. You know, he's not the most uh, uh, prominent figure in the town. He's kind of like the it, village idiot. It really does seem like he has his little. Uh, donkey or pony or whatever yeah and that's pretty much what he's got going for him is that you know like yeah like he, he loves does, animals but he also doesn't like you know the sister is saying like you know to to calm later on like about him being dull he's like yeah we all know he's dull like he he just that's just who he is like he doesn't seem like he minds his life right he's not he doesn't want to aspire to anything he's just happy going about doing this every day I gather. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't really know what's going on with his friend. Uh, what's Brendan Gleeson's character's name? Colm. Colm, right. Uh, and it basically does come out that, uh, yeah, Colm just doesn't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. Just just doesn't like him anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it's it's this movie to me isn't like... It's not like an action film, right? It's not like they're in fucking Paris and this building blew up and then they go over here where they're... This is more of a movie where it's kind of easy to forget all the little things because I feel like this movie kind of traffics in just emotional stuff, Mm -hmm. just like awkward feelings. It really is like a play, even though... You know, a play usually like... I haven't seen The Whale. I have heard. It just stays in their apartment the entire time. Like It doesn't go anywhere else. That is not this. This is like, but the dialogue is like a play where it's all very quaint. And I think this could be performed <laughs> yes. on stage if yeah. you wanted it to. Even though, like, truthfully, one of my favorite parts about this movie was just the scenery. And, like, yeah. it was just, like, amazing to look at. Yeah. Uh, like, every shot was like, this is this is, this is a house, like, on the beach, and they don't seem happy about it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it definitely hits the atmosphere very well. The setting of Ireland in the 1920s. I didn't even realize it was the twenties for a long time. I, I couldn't fit. I honestly kept trying to find when is this? Like I figured it was no. it, older. Yeah. yeah. I was like 1800s to the twenties. I guess I don't really know. I thought it could even be like 1940. Yeah, it could have been, it could have been like world war two. Yeah. I, uh, I was kind of unsure of that too. I really liked, uh, I really liked the moments though, where, he kind of would like catch the war like you yeah could, and that's like, how you know yeah clearly like across the the sea here there's like war happening and yeah like stop to look at did it, anybody but. know what that war was did you guys figure that out? Civil the war, Irish right? civil war right yeah is that what that was but i don't know i don't know anything about that 
uh, in history. I guess I should look that up before we did this, but I don't know shit about the Irish Civil War. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I know plenty about the American Civil War. You want to talk about that? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should watch we're, Gettysburg. We're gonna watch Glory next. Glory, yeah. I might sound really dumb, but wasn't the that Civil War wasn't that in uh, wasn't that like uh, ca- like Catholics and uh, who? It, Talking like, to the wrong guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you don't have to tell me you. anything and act like you know, and I will believe you because I have no idea about any of this. I know the American Civil War was North versus South. Yeah, I thought I <laughs> I thought I saw a movie about this last year. I, oh, I, really? Yeah, I think so, but. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, but I really like those moments in the movie. Um, just in general, like, again, going in with no no idea what to expect. I loved seeing this story escalate out of the smallest possible thing. Like you were saying earlier, it's like this guy just doesn't want to go to the pub. It's really not a big deal. But for people who are living this, you know, it's like they live at this such a small level. Like they're, it's just their island and their couple goats, and that's all they know, or whatever. And so, for that moment to be like their own civil war was like super charming. And then seeing these bigger things happening off in the distance, but it's like, well, that's not, but that's not me. That's not me. I, I'm not involved in that. You know, uh, yeah. even though know, it's are, not that far away, it's just across the the little like lake or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But in their minds, that's like the great gulf. You know, right. it's like that will never be over there. You know. Uh, was like charming. I don't know. That like really set the whole. Yeah. I wish I did know more about the Irish Civil War because maybe it would inform my opinion on this movie. I definitely got the impression that this movie was a metaphor mm-hmm. for the Irish Civil War. That, that you know, they showed this war going on across the um, body of water that separates this island from wherever the war is happening. I, I don't know shit about this mm-hmm. moment in history. They show it in glimpses and flashes, but it never really affects the story. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely in there enough to where you are aware that this war is happening. I think they put it in there enough just to make you question, why are they mentioning this? You know, mm-hmm. uh, Maybe the, the Irish Civil War is similar to Patrick and Colm. I just don't like you anymore. Why not? <laughs> because you're boring. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. it. And there's no real reason. Yeah. But uh, so the early parts of this movie, I think that they kind of take their time to establish the world that we live in. You obviously get this main conflict between Patrick and Calm, friends who don't, you know, who are for whatever reason, for whatever unknown reason, just not gelling anymore. Yeah. You see that Patrick has a sister. She's um, I love the sister character. She seems like yeah. she's the most intelligent person on the island. She's also yeah. nominated for Academy Award, too. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, she the her last role that she played. She's just a mom in because I was like the whole time I'm like she looks familiar. She's someone's mom in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Oh, like that okay. that is her last role before this. I was hmm. like, oh, okay, definitely doesn't have an accent in there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what she normally how she normally talks. Hmm. Um, but uh, that blew me away. She's really good. She is good. Um. And then there's another character who is the actual village idiot, who is this guy named Dominic. Right. And uh, he's like a younger guy, maybe like, uh, you know, between 19 and 25. Yeah, I think he's not 20 yet or 21 yet. Actually, I don't know with drinking age in Ireland, now that I think about it. But I, I think he can't. He does drink, but he's like too young to do it. Yeah, he definitely struck me as somebody within that age range. Whereas uh, Colin is, you know, 40 to 50, something like that. Yeah. And his sister is probably just a little younger. Um, Dominic is 
my favorite character in the movie. He was also nominated for an Academy Award. Um, I think this kid's a great actor. Yeah. Whoever played this no guy, shit. like he, he, sometimes you see a, a actor embody a character so much. It's like, is this person even acting? The way I he, had the same thought, like his little like tics and mannerisms and like second guessing himself. And it's like, he was so natural being this way. Yeah. So natural. Um, I actually think he's going to win the Oscar cause, um, I hope so. You know, there's acting and then there's like, you're not even acting or it doesn't even seem like you're acting. And I feel like that's the best kind of acting. Yeah. Um, and I think the only other real plot point here is that Dominic kind of has a crush on Patrick's sister. Mm -hmm. Um, something I found really interesting about the movie uh, again, full disclosure. I watched this movie like two and a half weeks ago, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I watched it once and I knew at the time, like, I bet there's a lot more going on than I'm picking up on here. Mm-hmm. The Civil War allegory metaphor. I didn't really decode that. I also suspected that there was a significant and symbolic use of color in the movie. Did you guys feel that way? I didn't pick up on that. I mean, there was like a lot of green, you know, from like this, the landscapes but i didn't really there, pick up on but the color then, like uses of red huh oh yeah. and like calm's house is like yellow yeah the use of yellow oh actually yeah. yellow only follows the sister because she's in the house and it's yellow and then mm. when she leaves the she island wears yellow. she's wearing bright yellow but otherwise i think she's wearing red throughout the movie i think you're right in an otherwise green town and there's a scene that really hit me mm. where she's like walking i think it's to a bookstore or something she's going to some building and it's like painted very brightly green mm-hmm. and it's the only oh building. yeah yeah that's like the the lady who i guess owns a store who wants the like the gossip the you know the, the news lady He's like what news do you got for me or whatever Yes, I, I, you're right. That's a very green building. Yeah, so I noticed these things, and I was like, I am noticing the intentional use of, like, opposing primary colors. Because, you know, when you have mm-hmm. a movie of this caliber, you're not just winging it out. Like, eh, paint the building whatever you want. Oh, uh, it's green? Can we change the color? No, I guess the gr- building's green. No. Yeah. They have millions of dollars. They can make that building any color they want. They probably built that building, you know, for the movie. What This movie was interesting to me. I don't know if I just cut you off. No, but go ahead. It started off with kind of being funny, like I don't want. To, I'm not friends anymore, and it's kind of like you're kind of laughing at it, and it's like why? And it's just like a weird, like my God, this is kind of like, and it's 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 a little humorous, yeah. And then nothing really changes, and it just gets so much darker as the movie progresses, and it's like, oh yeah. man, this thing that started off is just like a funny little, like, huh? It's like, oh my fuck, this dude. Yeah, and again, maybe that's the Civil War. Maybe thing, you know, it just started by something so a small little thing just keeps escalating and escalating and people don't even know why. Um, speaking of which, I was going to say I was wrong about the terms of that civil war. Uh, there was actually a war before the Irish Civil War over their independence from like Great Britain or, or, or um, yeah, United the British Empire, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they they got their independence. The Irish Civil War was after that where they made the tr- a treaty. That was basically, I think it was, again, I may have this wrong, but I think it was something like, we'll still get stuff from like the UK or we'll still, I don't know how, what the terms of the treaty were exactly, but they couldn't get over like, no, I don't like the treaty. Well, we like the treaty. Uh, It was a, just a total infight. It was just a. like we got our independence. We did it. Uh, Okay. These, these are the terms. Now you should redo those terms. Now they're good. And they it just broke out over that. It that was, so it really was something that wasn't like the biggest deal that people ended up dying over. Yeah, it hmm. seems seems that way. 
Okay. Seems that way. Interesting. Um, yeah. So Patrick loses his his only friend, really, his best friend, Colm, and doesn't know what to do about it. He's very upset about it. Colm really isn't explaining what's going on. And he kind of just tells him, like, I just don't like you anymore. And I don't want to talk about it. I just don't like you anymore. So Patrick starts spending more time with Dominic, the kind of the only other guy in the town who's like more, you know, less respected than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hangs out with Dominic at night. You see, they go to Dominic's house to get some booze. Dominic's dad, who is like the chief of police, is an alcoholic. He's like passed out. What an introduction! Uh, Just like did he have it. underwear on? No. I didn't, did, I did not, I thought in my, my brain, no, dude. my good Christian brain refused to see a penis. There was just a in, fucking in, in dick. In my mind, the, uh, I don't know how my brain sensor put like tidy whities on him. I did not see. I, I, I didn't see the, I didn't see any. They walked any in and I go, oh, that guy's just fucking naked. And it's like, <laughs> oh, he's just still, okay. He's just, he's just dick out, pretending to be sleeping. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So, uh, they, they take the dad's booze and, um. It's kind of they kind of say like the dad abuses Dominic. Yeah, and I I couldn't quite they definitely he physically abuses him for sure. Yeah, there's a point they mentioned maybe sexual abuse. Yeah, they imply there's sexual abuse. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. didn't like they never go into it further. Yeah, but it's like wait was there or did he just say that? I don't know. I don't I I'm assuming there probably was. Why would you just say that? Yeah, because yeah. it becomes a major plot point later on. Yeah, um, you know, uh. This stuff may not seem like the most exciting plot points, but this <laughs> is pretty much what the movie traffics in. Just mm-hmm. like little interpersonal moments like this. Yeah. Um, By the way, uh, seeing uh, some guy's dad's penis is a shocking <laughs> moment. And that's the kind of shocking moment this movie uh, delivers. Uh, what, what is this kid's What is this kid's name again? Dominic? I forget the, uh, is that his name? The, in, in the, the character? That's the, the character's the, name. Yeah, the kid the, of the the of the policeman. Yeah, Barry's his real name. Like Dominic is his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he, I think he's like, uh, in real life, he's like 29. I don't really? think he's. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not that young. Oh. And uh, that that was him as a, sorry, I'm, I'm going to spoil the the Batman. If you didn't see the Batman last year, but that was him as the Joker at the, at the, at the end of that. So this movie has the Penguin. And the Joker? Yes, yeah. The, this was a Batman reunion. I don't... Yeah. The Joker's in the Batman? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I forgot about that. He kind of... Does he show up at the end? Uh, yeah, he's talking through the... Th- I tune, I fucking tuned out during that part. I have no that idea. Was not, that was not the best moment of that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. There's someone talking through the... Yeah. Through the jail uh, to Riddler when he's, like, locked up in there. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't We're see gonna, it because there yeah. was something in the way. Oh, dude. Good one. Got it. Nailed it. Got no, it's actually true. You couldn't really. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, Patrick, he basically gets to a point where this is unacceptable. And, you know, we've all been there. Somebody doesn't like you and you don't know why. And it's like, fucking, you're not going to let this go. Like, I, <laughs> this needs to make sense to me. Have you guys ever had that happen in life? Yeah. It is like, isn't it the worst feeling? And like, I've been on both sides. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I've been on both sides. I'm and just I fucking done with somebody. Remember being, I didn't want to talk to him anymore. Uh, it was like a kid, like on the playground, and I pissed off one of my good friends, and he yeah. did not want to talk to me, and it drove me fucking crazy. And I remember, like, I kept trying to talk to him, and I realized in my brain, I'm making this worse, Yeah, but I cannot stop. I need to fix this. And yeah. I just could, the only way I could fix it was walk away, but I couldn't do it. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that is what this movie is about. Yeah. Um, definitely. 100%. 
So, you know, Patrick keeps pushing it and um, he basically gets calm to explain how he feels, which is basically, he says, you're boring. And I spend every day with you and I'm fucking bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seems like calm is having um, like a late life crisis. Maybe feels like his time is running out. He's just unhappy. He's depressed with his um, spot in life. And for whatever reason, he, he puts it on Patrick. Like he blames Patrick. Like you're the reason I'm so, you know, just in a rut. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, there's definitely mental illness here. Like he's going through something and you can see that later on in the movie, what he, what he does to himself. It's like, he's clearly fucked up. Yeah. He kind of tells Patrick too, um, I want to be a musician. And I want to work on my music. I want to be an artist. And I can't just sit around drinking at the pub with you all day because I'm never going to get to those things I want to do. And Patrick kind of accepts it, I guess. But he also kind of says, like, I understand, but we could still be friends. Um, One thing, another, in another point in the movie, Colm says, I think it's to Patrick's sister, is, like, Patrick is too nice. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, uh, when he gets drunk and angry, that's the only time he's actually interesting. Right. Um. So Patrick sees Calm kind of being a musician and participating in these little band, you know, playing at the pub at night. And he has a friend from England who comes, uh, who's another musician. Uh, and he watches Calm and this friend hanging out. He gets extremely jealous. There's a scene following this where he kind of catches up with that new friend on mm-hmm. the street and lies to him, tells him like, uh, your mom died. Yeah. And the guy's like, that doesn't make any sense because my mom's already dead. (laughs) And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. It's your dad. It's your dad. He's not dead, but he's in a critical condition. He got hit by like a trolley or something. Yeah. And then he's like, that's how my mom died. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, and he like runs off. Was it a trolley or like a milk truck? A milk truck or, yeah, yeah, some sort of vehicle. Some sort of freak accident. That Dude, that part in, again, saw it in a packed theater. That fucking killed. People were laughing for like 10 minutes about that, yeah. It's funny. Jeez, what's wrong with the people in LA? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually think you know I I like um, uh, what am I trying to say here? I love movies. I feel like there's um, I love a movie with good character development where you can see somebody, you can see them changing. Mm-hmm. You can see them be one thing at the beginning of the movie. And you could see how they are morphed by circumstances to become something else. Yeah. Sometimes in a movie, people change and it's not really clear why or like what happened. Like, why did you think this at one point? Yeah. And then you don't anymore. Yeah. But this movie, I think, is like beautiful and brilliant in the way they show Patrick's character changing. He does this mean thing to this guy. And Patrick is not a mean guy. He is like very much. He's too nice. That's Colm's problem with him is he's too nice. He says he's only interesting when he gets drunk and gets mean, but that never happens. So then he is hanging out with Dominic and he kind of confesses what he did. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I got jealous and I told Colm's friend that his his dad was about to die and, you know, got him out of here. And Dominic has this reaction, which is like shocked and kind of disgusted. He's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I, I don't know. And he's like, Patrick, that's not cool. Like you, that's not something you would do. Like what the fuck's the matter with you? You know, he kind mm. of like gets really upset. Yeah. yeah. And I loved that, you know, showing that the other characters were noticing how Patrick was changing. 
Um, I don't know. To me, it just made it like really interesting. It brought this like level of like real life, you know, like I said, you're kind of seeing the beats and you're there with Patrick and you understand why he's doing it. But then you can see how these other people are reacting to it and it's changing the way everybody is viewing him, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I thought was cool. No, I I definitely agree. I think that, um, you know, the, it really does show you how like they're on an Island and it's like, man, this is the biggest deal. Like the whole Island is talking about the fact that Colm's not talking to Padraig anymore. Yeah. Because that's all they have to fucking do. There's like eight people on this fucking Island, you know, like the sister will go into it later, but she, it, when she's gone, it, it really is like, Oh, he just needs to get off this Island. Like he needs to get <laughs> out of here, but he never will. But like, this is not a, like you are trapped in this world where this is so much, but really, if you look at the the big picture of things, yeah. same like, I honestly feel like kind of like high school shit where it's like in high school, everything that happens in high school is the biggest fucking deal. And you have to get out into the real world and be like, oh, that was such a nothing thing. But you're on a little <laughs> island in high school. You got to get out of that. And once you escape it, it's like, oh, there's everything out here. This doesn't matter. You know, and that's kind of what I felt like in this was like, he just got to get off this fucking island, dude. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I wondered, like, I-, I never felt like he should leave the island. But then again, I never tried to f- think, like, what would solve his problems, you know? <laughs> sure. I was just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really wasn't sure where this movie was going for a lot of it. Yeah, even, like, one of the main plot points, and I think, remember, I think we're there now, is when Calm basically says to Podrick, like, leave me alone and stop talking to me. The next time you talk to me, I'm going to cut one of my fingers off. And then the second time, I'm going to cut another finger off. I'm going to keep doing it until I have no fucking fingers left. Leave me alone. Which is such a bizarre thing to say. What a, yeah. what a bizarre plot point. But that really became like the whole movie was like the cutting of the fingers. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, that for me, I was kind of conflicted on it because that was basically all I knew about this movie going in. I saw the trailer and that scene is in there. Oh, it is? Oh, oh I didn't know that. I, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Whatever. I mean, it didn't ruin the movie for me because sure. honestly, well, this movie is... It's not about a guy cutting his fingers off. Yeah. It's about a f- relationship being fractured. Yeah. But but let me just say, like, seeing that when it when I did, like, that stunned the theater because I don't think anyone there knew anything about that. Yeah. So when I, you saw I had that, no idea. It was like, <gasps> you're like, no one thought uh, you're not really like he's fucking piping off. You know, it's, he's, he's not going to do that. Fucking fingers off. So, yeah, we were pretty shocked. Again, maybe this is an allegory for the Civil War, like cutting off your nose to spite your face. You know, <laughs> you're cutting off your own fingers to, to prove a point to prove a point to the other guy who you're just basically trying to make them feel emotionally fucked up. Yeah, and even like when the sister was saying like you're gonna be a pretty shit fiddle player if you have no fingers left. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's doing this. The whole reason he's doing this is to be able to play music, but he's also making it so he can't play music. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah so what uh, what is his main motivation for not wanting to talk to Patrick clearly it's not like I want to make music because I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice my music dream just to spite you I don't know what it is that's like that's why I left the movie unsure that's why this finger plot point for me was a little weird I've the, I didn't get it you know mm-hmm. just I get I think that's the best way to put it I didn't understand Calm's motivation for cutting off his own fingers that's he, just something that was by the end of the movie, I still never understood, like, why did he think that was a good idea? You know? And that's why I think there was, like, mental illness. Like, he... But even... I guess we can jump around here. It doesn't matter. But even his mental illness, I still want to know, like, what his train of thought is. Like, okay, yeah. you're not on the even keel, but what are you thinking? I honestly you know? feel like 
there's a point later on that we'll get to where he cuts off all of the fingers on one hand. He has no fingers left on his hand. And that is when you go back to the pub and you see him and he's holding the fiddle, but he can't play it because he can't hold the whatever anymore. But he's still like composing. But I think looking at it now, he says that he feels relieved. He like wanted to shake his hand. Like, I feel, don't feel bad. I feel relieved. And I think that took the pressure off of like, well, now I can't make music and I can't be remembered because I have no fingers. And uh, so it's not like I'm a failure. It's like I, I just can't do it anymore because of what you did. So he almost put all like his like failure onto Podrick a little bit. Just, yeah. I can see that. I, I can see you that. know, I also think like as it goes on to and maybe we'll talk about it a little more, but like when they're talking about literally the 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 titular thing that Banshee's going to share and they, they talk about like death kind of being around looming around that island you know i think like mortality and all those things are looming are you know are always kind of looming over them did did, you know the grimness of just like not existing anymore and like things like that so yeah i think up against that uh the old dude i keep forgetting his name Colm, whatever uh is kind of you know i think that like really eats away at him so he's like well, I'm making an attempt. I'm making an attempt to not just be gone, to not just be another death on this, you know. But yeah, by cutting his fingers, it's kind of like, well, I have an excuse to get out of it. Like you were saying, you know, it's like it's just that looming feeling that everyone's trying to like, they don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I took it. Yeah. I mean, the idea of dying and being forgotten is a scary thought for anyone. And like, what was the point of all of it? You know, like that's going to happen to all of us, you know, like it's a, it's a scary, hard thought. And I think the older you get, especially like Colm's age, it's like, yeah, what have I fucking done? I've, I just I'm drinking beers every day, listening to the guy's donkey shit for two hours. Like, what am I doing? You know, like why, why is this my life? You know? Yeah. I think that's valid for, for, yeah, for some people. Yes. Um, I guess, uh, you know, traditionally a banshee is like a harbinger of doom. It's this Irish folklore being that screams. And when you hear the scream, that means death is coming. You don't know where or when, but you know, it's a warning. Mm -hmm. Is that the, are the banshees of Inishirin? Is it like the war that we see happening across the way? Um, it's, is it that there's this old woman character who's considered kind of like a local witch who looks like a fucking witch? Yeah, I mean she is a witch, definitely one hundred percent. She's a witch. Is she the banshee? She's kind of, uh, you know, it's stirring the pot a little bit throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Every time she sees these characters, she's kind of like putting like negative thoughts in their head. Yeah. Again, for me, I, I almost feel like just I need to read an article about this movie and maybe watch it again because I felt like there were a lot of things that were implied a lot of symbolism that I was aware of, but not getting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I did not feel like this movie was like wrought in death or negativity, honestly. You no, know? it's just, it, to me, it was just a, it got there, but for the most part it was, yeah, just one little relationship and you watch it dying yeah. and falling apart. Colm is writing a song and he calls it the Banshees of Inishirin. Mm. And then Patrick asks him, like, why did you call it that? He's like, because I like the SH sound in Banshee and Inishirin. <laughs> sounds sounds good. Mm-hmm. Which again is is like uh does nothing here have any meaning? <laughs> Are we just arbitrarily 
I, and I'm not saying that as a criticism of the movie. I'm I'm wondering if that is the point of the movie. Well, but I, to me, I I kind of took that as it it is a lingering thing. That kind of like doomy kind of thing. Like they like they're living a happy life, but that's kind of existing outside the rim. And I I kind of uh I kind of took it as like they they keep seeing that creepy ass old woman, mm-hmm. and it's almost like she's kind of the visual representation of that. You know what I mean? Like, like as like at the beginning of the movie, she's just like hanging out, right? And oh, cool. But I feel like as it goes on, she looks like more and more like a fucking grim reaper hanging out in the hills and stuff. They mm-hmm. keep looking. Oh, like, you know, she's up there. There's she's watching one, over them. The one um, shot of interrupt you. I'm sorry, Rocco. Oh, I, I was just gonna say real quick. Uh, that keeps happening. You know, at one point, the sister uh sees her across the river. And she's even like doing like I mean it I yeah. mean it's like almost like a pair like a Halloween looking thing you know she's doing that and and the sister like denies it no yeah no I'm good you know kind of thing I I think there's definitely some like visual play with that you know and I don't know yeah the I, visuals of this movie were all pretty scary even though he go into he goes into Calm's house. And there's just these like creepy masks just hanging all over the place, <laughs> but they don't act like they're scary. But yeah. they definitely are. Like if this was a horror movie, like I'd believe it. Like yeah. it's fucking, you know, it's it's weird. I don't know. So like, yeah, she, um, the the sister when she ends up leaving the island to go be a librarian, I think, or something like that. You she you you see her waving at uh, Podrick like up on the cliffs and then like you see she looks over and there's like another shadowy figure. Yeah. And then it's just him waving and then he puts his arm down and then like you can see like way out of focus that figure. But they never show you that it's her. You just yeah. assume. But they never focus that shot which drove me crazy. I yeah. wanted to see who it was. I just yeah. assume it was it was her. But I don't know. It was Dominic. Was that Dominic about to kill himself? Yeah, she he was in love with her, and he I wa- knew that he watched her leaving the island, and he waved to her, and she didn't even wave back. Mm. She's leaving the island. I knew that she's, she's waving at yeah. Patrick. Yeah, and then she sees, and you don't see it at the time. You have to put this together later. But she sees another figure. Right, it is Dominic. But you see her kind of see that other figure, and she's, like, you know, and, and then, and then that other figure is like waving, and then he's like. Ah. You know, and that's she's leaving and she's not even saying goodbye to me. We don't even see Dominic again for the rest of the movie until yeah. his body shows up and he committed suicide. Oh, <laughs> fuck. He and was in love with her and she left. I knew that. I knew, you know, when he did end up, when he was dead later on, I did assume it was suicide because she left. I just didn't think it was in that moment, but that makes sense. But he was it, the one watching her go. Watching her go. And then he's probably, because he said like he must have fallen in the lake, but he probably just jumped right then. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn, that was sad. That fucking, that was a bummer. That was sad. That yeah. was sad. <laughs> so we've kind of uh, gotten to it, but yeah, Patrick doesn't stop. He keeps trying to be nice to calm and figure this out and sort this out. And it always seems like maybe he has made a breakthrough. Like maybe he will fix the friendship, but then calm always responds with, here's my finger stump. Mm. I told you, <laughs> I told you. It gets to the point where Patrick gets drunk one night, pipes off on calm, just fucking like tells him off and Colm's like, I kind of like him now, (laughs) which was funny. Um, And then he goes to his house to kind of like make amends, like, like, let's really fucking talk this out. And he thinks he's going to break through with him. But yeah, then Colm responds by cutting all the fingers off on his hand and he goes up and he throws all the fingers all at once against Dominic's, uh, I'm sorry, Patrick's door. 
this is about the time when his sister decides like, this is too fucking crazy. This is mm-hmm. psychotic. I need to get out of here. She leaves. It's sad. Yeah. Patrick loses his sister because of this. Then Dominic commits suicide as a result. So he loses his only remaining friend as well. Mm-hmm. And he comes home after all that and his donkey or his uh, miniature horse, whatever Little it is, pony, yeah. had eaten the fingers, the severed fingers and choked on them and died. And that was the saddest part of the movie. That yeah. fucking, I was thinking like, is this the saddest moment in movie club? Like I was so fucking <laughs> sad about this fucking donkey. I got to go back to Babe in the City uh, and compare and contrast. That- and how he like brought it in and was petting his dead head. It was like, dude, this poor guy has lost everything. And this was his one thing. Oh, well, so now, now he's truly lost everything. He's lost his sister. He's lost his friend. He's lost his, he's lost everything he loved. Yeah. He literally has nobody. He's like a broken guy. But you know, like a, a normal person would like, I felt like he was still too, as they say, dull to like put it all together. Like he, he should have just left. He really should have. He should have like, realized there's nothing here for me anymore, but he just won't do it. He, I never felt like he could leave. I didn't think leaving was an option. Where's he going to go? I mean, his sister said, like, come. I have, there's a bed next to mine. I have a place for you here. Come here with me. Just going to be, like, babysat by his sister for the rest of his life? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess. What else? Fuck that. I just feel like it's a new opportunity, whereas there's nothing for him here. There's nothing for him here. I kind of felt then accept that there's nothing for you there and, and like, you know, accept it. I just felt like I, I never felt like he had to leave. I didn't honestly think he could. I felt like this island was all he had and he yeah. has nothing outside of this island. I mean, if he leaves, he can go get in the war, but like that's not a good option. Yeah. Um, This to me is where the movie got really interesting because, again, you're seeing Patrick change and it's all like. Organic. And at this point, he goes back to Calm, and and Calm is kind of like, yeah, see see what you made me do? And Patrick's not even fucking having it anymore. It's mm-hmm. like, you killed my fucking pet. Your fat fucking fingers killed, yeah. my, <laughs> killed my dog. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you killed my fucking donkey. He's almost like, like scary now. Yeah. It's like, huh. this has gone too fucking far. I don't want to be your friend anymore. You're fucking dead. And it was like a total cataclysmic shift in the dynamic of the movie. Gives me chills just thinking about it right now. I loved it so much, that moment. Because it was, you know, you totally understand why Patrick is there. It's like you went from, I, like you on the schoolyard, yeah. like I can't stand not having my friend to fuck that guy. I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked that progression in the story. Yeah. And it made sense too. Like you get, and like you see, like, I feel like calm was even maybe like maybe regretting the way he handled everything. He yeah. definitely doesn't want to kill the donkey. I believe yeah. that, you know, but like, maybe it's like, Oh, I pushed this guy and I changed him forever because of what I've done. Yeah. And you could see calm change too, because suddenly he's scared. He's like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. You know, like my, my, my mental illness has taken over and I've gone too far. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about all that? Um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I think you guys pretty much said everything. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Patrick basically, uh, issues an ultimatum. He's like, I'm going to burn your house down tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. If I love right. that too. In yeah. it or not. I love it. When it was like, Hey, two o'clock, 
I'm burning your house down. So you can be in it or not, but the house is going yeah. down. Yeah. Make sure your dog's think, not in it because I have no problem with your dog. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like, yeah, that's like him claiming they, they both had to claim. What am I trying to say? It's like they both had to claim dominance over their awful thoughts, you know, and then now mm. finally he's getting, Podrick is getting to do that himself. Yeah. So I really like everything you have. I'm, I'm going to be the banshee, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it when yeah. he was going to Calm's house and then the old woman was like, don't go kill his dog as revenge. And he says like, don't be putting thoughts in my head that aren't already there. Yeah, I like that line. That's <laughs> yeah. the line that stuck with me most from watching this movie. Don't be putting thoughts in my head that weren't already fucking there. Because <laughs> yeah, people do that. People yeah. do that. Um, He goes, he sets uh, Calm's house on fire and Calm is inside. Um, He takes the dog, he leaves. You assume Calm has been burned to death. Because Colm is so depressed anyways. He's really like fucking yeah, I, messed honestly, up. I mean, head. he's cutting his fingers off. I could definitely see him just staying in the house and not giving a fuck, you know? Yeah, he's like at the end of his rope. Yeah. Honestly, what's going on with him? We never find out what, you know, yeah. what's going on with him. You assume he dies in the fire at the This is the end of the movie, basically. Colin Farrell, Patrick, goes to the beach and is watching kind of like the war happening on the other side. Um, and Colm comes up to join him. And uh, honestly, I don't even remember the conversation they have at the end there. I mean, basically, it was like I kind of felt like uh, it was calm, just apologizing for everything. It was like, you know, I'm sorry I killed your donkey. I really feel bad about that. And then uh, I, I guess it, make it makes it quits now, means like we're even. And then Colin Farrell's like, it only would have been even if you would have stayed in your house, but we're not even. And he's like, I don't give a fuck that you're sorry about my donkey. Like, I don't care. And that's kind of just how it ends where it's like, but I, I will say though, he, there's always going to be bad blood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But then, um, he's walking away and then, uh, calm says to Patrick, like, thanks for taking care of my dog that last night. And then, uh, Patrick says anytime. And then keeps walking away. It's like, that was like, so are they frenemies friends again or frenemies. what it and then it ends and it's like i don't know <laughs> what they're, happened they're friends but they hate each other yeah and that's that's kind of it yeah <laughs> so when the movie ended i felt like wasn't happy with the ending you know personally mm. i felt like uh but then again it's the same way i felt throughout this whole episode which is i don't know if i understand enough of the context or backstory here to really pass judgment on this I feel like there's symbolism that I'm not getting just because I'm unaware of the historical background yeah. of this uh, civil war that is happening during this movie. I kind of felt like when I was watching it, I, I really was unsure of the whole thing. And it's like, I think it's shot beautifully. It looks great the yeah. whole time. The acting is phenomenal. And it's like, maybe it's just the story that I'm just not connecting with really and I, I think as time has, I mean, I finished it this morning, to be real with you. So I, I just finished this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm liking it more as time goes on. And I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I should, I should watch it again, probably. You know, when it first ended, I'm like, all right, I'm good. But now I'm like, well, maybe, maybe give it a shot. And just because I, I, I did like the characters so much, I kind of want to be with them again a little bit, you know? Yeah. Did you like the ending? Uh, I, I actually did, yeah. I I felt like it was, you know, it's, there's obviously this, there's still this, like, uh, pain between them, but I kind of felt like, well, yeah, it's like, it's not that easy. Like, like as simple as existence is there, it's, 
it's you could pretend it's that simple, but it's still, you know what I mean? Like as, as simple as it may be living there, there's always going to be like difficult things, whether they hide them or not. And I felt like this escalated to such a ridiculous level, but like they're going to be friends. They're going to continue being friends, but there's always going to be like, you know, this little, the sticking thing, but that's just like, that's how life is, whether they were willing to acknowledge it before or not. Um, and I think showing again, that fucking creepy old woman was like lingering nearby. You know what I mean? It's like death, death and doom and whatever is still going to linger there, but like, they'll talk through it. You know, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe. I, I, I like, I like, I like an ending there. It's there's, it isn't like an instant key to kind of, yeah, there's definitely not. And I do I, I wonder it. because this time was the first time where calm talks to Podrick first. Mm. And I did wonder like. If it goes back, Podrick says something to call him first. Is another finger going to be on his door? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. He's going to keep going. Also, how can he cut more fingers off? <laughs> he's run can't out hold a knife He anymore. can't hold those scissors anymore. <laughs> so I don't know how he's doing that. But yeah, this but guy is determined. He'll find a way. I just like I just like that concept that like that all that shit is still going to be looming. It's not going to go away, but we're going to talk through it. You know, it's like it's not like they talked and oh, I feel great. So do I. You know, it's like. No, that 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 they'll, they'll get through. like this was another d extremely difficult thing that they'll talk through. I do feel like it was this is all Colm's fault, like all of it. And <laughs> I feel that way. Maybe Podrick was boring, but the way that he was just cast aside like that wouldn't drive any person crazy. Yeah. Especially yeah. by someone who you considered and everyone else considered to be your best friend. Yeah. So just one day he's like, I'm it's like completely ignoring them. Like, I'm not talking to you ever again. And no explanation. It's like, you're going to make someone go fucking nuts by doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, in the context of the Irish Civil War, I know that there were tensions between North Ireland and the rest of Ireland for well past the 20s. You know, yeah. this went on and on and on for decades. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That When I looked up the Irish Civil War, literally it ended with there was uh, they were divided and embittered for generations. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I think that there's still bad blood there to yeah. this day. So yeah. maybe that's the message of this movie. Maybe they're not going to work it out. Maybe it's going to be a fucking problem for like the rest of time. Yeah. Um, to me, the message I personally took away from the end of this movie is like, What's the point? Like, is this worth it? Why can we even say why we're doing this and why it got this bad? <laughs> I think that's the message they were trying to deliver. You know, really question your motivations here. Is this worth it? And why are you doing this? But I personally wanted something a little bit more meaningful from the ending because I feel like there's a lot of movies and media out there that already have this message of like, is war worth it? <laughs> you mm. know, I feel like that's not really like a super novel idea or message. And that's just the message I got out of this. Movie. Yeah. Um, so I kind of felt like disappointed by the ending. I, you know, they're sitting there on the beach. They have that conversation, roll credits. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I, that's where this all ends. <laughs> so that's my take on it. This is going to sound funny, but it's kind of like the ending of Munich. Like Munich, uh, you know, sorry, I'm going to talk about the ending of Munich, but uh, I'll be as vague as I can. But, uh, you know, it's like after everything the main character does and it's like we're going to we're going to like end this little uh, this this whole battle we're going through. It ends now and this guy's going to take care of it and he does all this and then he goes and talks to Jeffrey Rush and it's like, yeah, OK, so, yeah, it's done. Well, uh, no, you know, it's like. 
I'm done. And yeah, nothing's done. There's nothing done here. You know, it's like any war. It's like it doesn't end with a big ta-da. It's like there's ugly shit that lingers and maybe it will come back again. You know, it's just it's just always a really awkward. Uh, I don't know. It, there, there's always this awkward like head scratching, like kind of where do we go now? And I don't know. I, I, I really had the same energy from that. The ending of that movie as I did this one. It's kind of like, I, I, I don't know what the next step is and it didn't, it doesn't. Yeah. You leave feeling kind of unsatisfied. So I, I don't know. I liked it in that way, but I could definitely see it. I, I didn't think it was like uh it wasn't like my favorite ending, but I was able to accept it for, for that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rocco, what kind of shakers are we doing today? You picked the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I was very, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, again, I, I I think just at its core, like I was saying, I really love the idea of the, you know, like living in life and whatever being so being on such a small level that the, the slightest thing would disrupt it into a massive war like this. And I, I, there was something just like tender about that, that I really loved. And I also, I thought, I thought it was funny and I thought the performances were great and it was shot great. So I really, this is one of my favorite, I would say one of maybe my two or three favorite movies last year for sure. So, uh, I'm going to give it, I'll give it a four. I really, really, um, I really loved it. Um, I didn't think it was perfect. I could go, I could, you know, we, we keep talking about the ending. I could go back and forth on that. I, I think I overall liked it, but I, I could, I definitely could see, you know, some, some dissatisfaction with it, but, um, yeah, I, I really liked it overall. Cool. Um, yeah, you know, like not every movie is made for an American audience. Yeah. Some, some movies are made for a worldwide audience. Some movies are made for an American audience. This movie feels like it's made for an Irish audience. Like yeah. Yeah. If you, um, how many times do I have to say it in this episode? <laughs> If you're familiar with the historical, cultural context and background of this movie, it's probably going to hit a lot harder and mean a lot more to you. I came in as an outsider, yeah, just looking for a quirky story. And I loved kind of the acting and the performances in this movie. But the story left me scratching my head a little bit. Mm. Um, it's a well-made movie. It's an Oscar-worthy movie. I give it three out of five shakers. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you, Derek. Um, pretty much. I, I really did love the acting and I love the characters that it was, you know, and I love I, I love so much about it. But it, at the end, the story, I just wanted something else, I guess. I don't know if I want something more. I don't know what I wanted, but I, I just felt, yeah, unsatisfied in that regard. But everything else was phenomenal. So I also give it three out of five shakers. But I'm, you know, yeah, again, I guess, I guess, I guess I'll stick up for the unsatisfaction part of it. Just, I, I see that. Yeah, that's where I'm torn. I see that side of it, but I also stick up for it because that's how I just feel like that's how these things go. There's, there's, you don't, you don't really leave with like, oh, that's solved. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll defend that, but I see the other side of it too. You know, I, I see both sides. I just, I really love a movie that can take a situation like this and find some meaning and significance in it and you watch the movie yeah. and you walk away and you you know you think about things differently you're like yeah that really yeah that that makes me think about my life and things that i've done you know yeah. but this movie just kind of didn't for me find that meaning and significance but again for other people maybe maybe it's more meaningful to, to other yeah. people to other audiences it's just not for me yeah, yeah. i think there's a lot more to a lot of you know, UK or European movies 
a lot of them do end like this, I feel like. Like, even when we were watching <laughs> Love Actually a million years ago, like, you know, not that that movie's anything like this, but I even that, I feel like, it, it you know, that's a UK movie. It ends in kind of a weird way where it's like, oh, did this, did this couple divorce? Oh, we kind of don't know. Oh, did this, uh, you know, there's a few things that are like, you now for such a, like, goofy-ass comedy, it ended in kind of a vague way on a bunch of stuff, and maybe yeah. that's just how they, like, you know. I, I, I honestly like thought there's a moment where he burns down Calm's house. Yeah. And there's a oh, there's a wide shot of the house on fire and it hung on there for a second. And I was ready to make, make credits here. Like, I was <laughs> like, is this what we're going to end it on where he says house on fire at the end? Or is there going to be more? And thankfully there was more, but yeah. I was still like, I know you're going to fuck with me at some point here. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think next is my pick. I've been going back and forth during this episode because I really enjoy watching these Oscar-nominated movies. And uh, I was like, even thinking, like, do I pick The Whale? Like, I, I am I'm interested to see that, I guess. I know, I don't know if you guys have seen I, that. I know, I really wanted to, but it was kind of hard to find. Like, I think you can uh, rent it now. Uh, oh, can you? Because when I looked, it was still like, you have to pay a ton to do Oh, really? That. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to pay I wanted ton. to watch it. Let, well, shit, I guess I can't. I mean, I can't Google things now to see if I can watch it now. But... Um, <laughs> I'm sure you could watch it. Yeah, let's do let's do another Academy nominated. I mean, when are the Oscars? Are they soon? Uh, no, I don't know. I know it's March, but I don't know what date. <laughs> hmm. All right, well, let's do the whale. Let's let's okay. let's see if we can find it. And if not, then I'll make an amendment in this All episode. Right. But let's try the whale out. So it might be the whale, or it might I don't know what that's about either. To be real with you, I don't, I just know that Brendan Fraser is in it, and that apparently it's I, good. I heard he's fat. I know uh, that too. I don't know anything about the movie except the opening, and I heard the opening is like cinematically like fucking awesome. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. I so think get, you're you should watch it with fucking with you me. should watch whole it. Family? Yes, you whole should watch family. Whole family should be there. Uh, maybe Just things I that I've heard, like I the tricks and this, stuff they do. Because I had another pick all lined up that was definitely no. not the whale. You don't no, have no, anything no, no, else no. that's nominated for an Oscar and has such a good opening that I've heard about and well, haven't seen. We like, will, are they? Are your kid? Are you? What are your kids into? Like, what's the main thing that they're into? But the, like, just DC. in general, like, DC, yeah. Like, yeah I don't know. All I'm Taylor saying, Swift, yeah, if they I like DC, know. they're Taylor they're gonna Swift. like the opening. They love Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Is, she, yes. is she in the end? Oh, I think it's set to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, he's thinking about Taylor Swift. I yeah. don't know what the fuck. Okay, well, we'll find out what the fuck they're talking about next week. Uh, we're, we're gonna have a whale of a time next week on Movie Club. Okay, that's what you. I I just I. What sure kind of whale, though? I am regretting this whale? pick. I shouldn't have done this. I should have stuck back? with the other pick. But a sperm whale? Okay, we'll, we'll find see out. you next time. Bye bye. Oh, oh. <laughs>